Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent, Beijing Doctor Douchebag, Crash Gladys, Get in crash position, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off Freak. What's going on, Freak Nation? The website, speedfreaks.tv, affiliates across the country, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Radio.com, SiriusXM, the Dan Patrick Channel. Uh, you can take us anywhere. Promise you. You can. You can, damn it. Uh, at Speed Freaks on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, we're all around the planet. Even if you're hanging out there in North Korea, Sitting down trying to. to what? To, I, I'm just seeing they're covering North Korea on CNN on this t- TV okay, in here. Okay, stop that. And then, Keep watching the Oscars. And then you got the Oscars on over yeah, here, really. so there you go. No. Uh, Crash Gladys, uh, hope to get Statman in here. He is in the middle of a large power outage. It's so large, it's his house or his studio and three other. Oh, no. So it's something that's affecting, like, just the end of his street. Yeah, oh, he's got his home stinks. studio cooking, but uh, evidently it's. Uh, it's off tonight, so hopefully Statman will be joining us sometime in the show. Big show for you, Freak Nation. Does this mean we can talk about his bicycle racing days, which I only learned about for the first time last week? We can now talk about that behind his back? Not really. I don't care to talk about Statman's bicycle racing right now. I think it's right still now. amazing. I'd rather have Statman in here talking about his bicycle okay. racing than not having him well, in here. Well, that's probably crash. better. That's true. Right? Yes, yes. Coming up in the show, Matt Hagen, NHRA Funny Car winner from Phoenix. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Al Unser Jr., as we are two weeks away from the IndyCar Series, crank it off in St. Pete. He's part of the Harding-Steinbrenner team with Colton Herta. Yep, that's Steinbrenner. Steinbrenner is back in the motorsports. Yeah, some of you may be familiar with the fact that which Steinbrenner was it that was involved with the drag racing I still team? want to say it was George Steinbrenner. Well, George. The George, George one, Senior, two, the, the the OG, George. The OG. Yeah, the OG, oh. and and then s- stuck his son with it. Well, this is oh, that makes it sound so positive. Stuck his son with it. This is George Steinbrenner the fourth. So this is the grandson, and apparently he's a mega motorhead. He's only 22 years old, but he is part owner of the Harding, obviously Harding Steinbrenner IndyCar team that is going to make its full-time IndyCar debut this year with rookie driver Colton Herta. Those of you in motorsports know the last name Herta. Yes, Colton is the son of Brian Herta, IndyCar winner. So Alan Jr. will be in here coming up in the second hour. Ryan Blaney driving the number 12 Pinsky Menards Cup car. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Gilbert Gottfried, comedian Gilbert Gottfried, will be joining us. Here with the freaks. So Brad Kozlowski, what did you say Crasher loses oh. 10 pounds over the last 24 hours? No, he, he lost six pounds in 10 hours. Bam. So yeah, less than 12 hours. He's hurling. He's not feeling very well. Lost six pounds. That's a lot. Think about that. That is a lot of weight to lose, which means a lot of dehydration, which is the last thing you want when you are in the cockpit of a steaming race car. And obviously a lot of headaches go along with that as well. So, yeah, Brad Keselowski, not not even, well, yeah, not even 50%. (laughs) And goes out and wins Atlanta. He is the winningest Penske driver ever. That's insane. That is Brad Absolutely insane. Brad Kozlowski, 
Little Brad Kozlowski. Beats the- Elio Castroneves. Beats Al Unser Sr. Beats Bobby Unser. Beats Will Power. Beats, I mean, I'm trying to think of Al names. Unser that people Jr. Al Unser Jr., exactly, who we have on this show coming up. It's just insane. But Mark Donahue was the winningest driver in all of Team Penske history until today. Yeah. Now it's Brad Kozlowski. That's not, crazy. Not sure. It, it, it looks like if you judge by the the driver's comments today after Atlanta, looks like this race might have been about a C plus, a B minus from what I'm seeing. Again, Brad Kozlowski probably has no prob- problem with it. Fighting the flu goes out and wins the race. Penske's cars seem to do decent with this new aero package, but... Frankly, from a fan's standpoint, not quite sure if we saw much difference with Atlanta and this new aero package. Again, this aero package for these cookie-cutter mile-and-a-half ovals and larger, I'm not sure there was a major difference that I saw in, in, in today's race. Well, NASCAR released the statistics, if you want to do a numbers crunch on this race from 2015 to today. And you're right, the numbers are not that different year to year, even with the aero package being so different today. NASCAR itself is saying they thought they saw a pretty entertaining race. And at the end, you ultimately saw two cars going for it. That's what they wanted. But drivers are saying, "Uh uh-uh, you had to be in clean air. Being in traffic sucked. Kyle Busch specifically saying you're junk when when you get your air taken away. So, yeah, still a ways to go. 25 lead changes, damn near 26. That number just doesn't strike me as something that much different than what we anticipated to see in Atlanta. We're going to reset with some affiliates, get back with Crash Gladys, Pit News and New Notes coming up. Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes brought to you by General Tire. You got your big old fat 2019 Ram pick-em-up truck? Put some General Tires on that bad boy. You go to GeneralTire.com and head over to your favorite tire dealer and grab yourself some General Tires. Do what the freaks do and grab yourself some GTs. Welcoming another round of affiliates. How you doing? Big show for you tonight. Allentry Jr., Matt Hagen, comedian Gilbert Gottfried, Ryan Blaney, and more coming up. The first Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes. NASCAR was in Hotlanta, and first of all, no, we are not yet aware if Ryan Blaney broke the Guinness Book of World Records for selfies in the Atlanta Motor Speedway fan zone that they did today pre-race. Apparently, the cell phone use for all those selfies needed to be returned to the Guinness peeps for a complete count and verification of the selfies. Okay, yeah, so in racing news, it was Kyle Busch who took the win in the Truck Series, making it a record. No one's ever won more than him in the NASCAR Truck Series 52 wins total now. Christopher Bell took the win in Xfinity. He dominated, leading 143 of the 163 laps. And, of course, we were just talking about this, the sick-with-stomach-bug Brad Keselowski, who loses 6 pounds in 10 hours. He went on to take the win in the Cup Series and, in doing so, became the winningest driver in the history of Team Penske, dating back decades through IndyCar and sports cars and NASCAR. The NHRA raced their second weekend in Phoenix. Billy Torrance, yes, Billy, not champion Steve Torrance, but old man Billy. Billy Torrance taking the win in top field. Matt Hagen in funny car. And all right, let's talk more records on the weekend. Matt Hagen's win became number 150 
for Schumacher Racing in Funny Car. That's awesome. And Jake Coughlin Jr. taking the win in Pro Stock. Supercross was a Detroit Triple Crown. And what more can be said for Austin Fortner in the 250 East class? He swept all three mains with ease, I might add. Then in the 450s, it was a familiar name on top, but still no win on the season for Ken Roxon. Eli Tomac won the first two mains, and Cooper Webb took the third, with the overall then going to Eli Tomac. Next up, the Supercross kind of following NASCAR. They go to Atlanta and then Daytona. Freak Nation, coming up, Matt Hagan, NHRA Funny Car winner. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Al Hunter Jr. will be in here. Gilbert Gottfried next hour, and your stat man, Scott. There might be a little bit of trouble going on with Formula One in Austin and Mexico City. Matt Hagan, next. Speed Freaks Pits and Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Well, it's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and, of course, rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged style to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling with speed freaks since 2001. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. 
a public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Bubba Burger. You go to BubbaBurger.com or your favorite grocery store and pick up your favorite Bubba Burger today. Jalapeno-infused, onion, Angus, 100% all-natural. Sounds pretty damn good, doesn't it? Yeah, man. For your barbecues and your big old weekend parties, grab yourself some Bubba Burgers. That's Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Coming up, Matt Hagen, NHRA Funny Car winner from Phoenix, will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Also, Al Unser Jr. will be joining us in here, two weeks away from the IndyCar Series cranking in St. Pete. Uh, next hour, Gilbert Gottfried, comedian, will be here in the Freak Nation. And Ryan Blaney driving the number 12 Pinsky Menards Cup car. Uh, he'll be here in the second hour. The website, speedfreaks.tv. We're there for you on Speed Freaks on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Grasher, uh, pulling the curtain back a little bit, you have a second cousin in your family that just won himself, well, his the film that he's in, Yes. just won himself an Oscar. They just got an Oscar, yes. Bam. My cousin, Jackson Robert Scott, he's got <laughs> almost 900,000 followers on Instagram. If you saw It, you know him as Georgie in the yellow jacket in It. Yes, he was the little boy in Skin, the short movie, and they just won the Oscar for, for a short for the short film. Now, Skin did go on to be a long film version. A co- they completely rewrote it, so they didn't need Jackson. The, the parents ended up having daughters, not sons. So that's why Jackson's oh, nice. not in the long movie. But, yeah, he it's because of him that they made the long movie. So just awesome. Yeah, great news going on right here. So there you go, Freak Nation. We've got to say, uh, well, you don't. We don't. Well, okay. We know somebody just won an Oscar. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, it's so exciting. Chasing down Matt Hagen, NHRA Funny Car winner from Phoenix here in the Freak Nation. Getting back to the cup race this afternoon in Atlanta. Again, I continue to read just kind of benign comments about this race that happened. And what I saw probably the last, geez, uh, 75 laps. And it didn't look like any different Atlanta race that I'd seen in the past, frankly. And I say that because of the new aero package that they're implementing to these mile-and-a-half tracks and larger to, again, do their best to bunch up these cars and provide more racing. And I I didn't see it. 25 lead changes. Again, for me, when your race is three, three-and-a-half hours, 25 lead changes. And I know it's a mile-and-a-half track. Still doesn't seem that very much to me. I'm not quite sure. It's the most that they've had in Atlanta for years, but still. Mm, let me go back to NASCAR's statistics. Passes for the lead, they say... NASCAR put out 35 today. Past three races. Yes, it is the most in the past three. But in Got 2016, it. they had 44. Whoa. So, yeah. And what these aero packages do with these cars, they punch. 
uh, just a big hole in the air and just makes it for, for the, the cars behind those car The cars behind the car in front of them, what that does, it dirties up the air so bad it just completely kills these uh, the cars behind them and un- inability to pass. And it was happening to uh, actually Martin Truex with uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. just, dude, get up off the line, bro. Hug the <laughs> fence for a little bit, will you? Let Martin Truex get around your happy ass, all right? Yeah, Kyle Busch, his quote specifically is, traffic is really bad arrow-wise. You get behind somebody, they take your airway, you're junk. You're going to go to some of these tighter places that, that have less of a groove. Well, here you had a white line all the way to the wall, and it was still hard to pass. So if you got a good run, you could get by him on the straightaway or something like that, but it didn't work. Other drivers saying, Eric Jones said he felt the, the race was the same as any other Atlanta. And I'm trying to think who else had some comments. Eric Amarola said being in clean air was crucial. If you weren't in clean air, you weren't going to get the racing done that you wanted. So, yeah, drivers, I mean, NASCAR's happy, drivers not. But then again, what's new in this world, right? I couldn't, I was surprised. Again, you look at the surface of Atlanta, Atlanta Motor Speedway. (laughs) I didn't realize that that track had not been repaved in over 22 years. 1997 was the last time that track was paved. That's got to be one heck of a ground-up asphalt. As we've seen with road courses, now, of course, you, well, you could say you race on road courses harder than you do on ovals. What I mean is by the cars, (laughs) never mind, I'm not going to get into that, but oval races are longer. So then again, they still get torn up just enough by the activity, not just the weather. So I don't know. That's some torn up asphalt, if you ask me, period. Curious what's going to happen with Las Vegas next weekend, because it's, uh, again, same mile and a half. There are, of course, some some, some idiosyncrasies to, to Las Vegas that you don't have with Atlanta, but still, um, will this aero package give us more passing? Don't know. You go from Atlanta to Las Vegas, mile and a half to a mile and a half, and that's the whole anticipation is to bring some passing, some just nut-punching racing at these tracks. Well, Steve O'Donnell did address that, saying that the expectation is that this package will show itself better during the West Coast swing. He said he was still encouraged to see drivers able to drive toward the leader and make a pass under long green flag runs, but he expects it to be even better. Again, why? Is it going to be the asphalt? Is it going to be that the groove is different? Combination of both? Quality of air? (laughs) Who knows? It could be a little bit of everything, but he does expect that Las Vegas next weekend and Phoenix the weekend after that, the racing will be even better. Coming up in moments, your stat man, Scat. There might be a little bit of trouble going on in Austin for your Formula One race this year. See if they can dig out of this hole. Also chasing down Matt Hagen. Uh, Allenser Jr. should be joining us here in the Freak Nation as well. Matt Hagen, Allenser Jr., more coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. A report this week said Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas, lost some $20 million in state support for the Formula One race last fall. CODA failed to submit a required human trafficking prevention plan in time, and that killed the state funding. CODA says the state funding is necessary to meet F1 seven-figure sanction fee. The state reimbursed CODA $27 million through an event reimbursement program in 2017, $26 million in 2016, 
and $22.7 million in 2015. Dakota Race is the only F1 program in the United States. This doesn't look good. An American-based corporation buys F1, and the only American race might have financial problems meeting F1's financial demands, and the promoters might have no one to blame but themselves. There's hope this could be resolved in the coming months. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text Maine to 42424 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text Maine to 42424. That's M-A-I-N to 42424. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. And now today's Bob Evans foodie lesson, nostalgic eating. Did you know there's a strong link between sense and emotional memory? The smell of different foods can evoke vivid and detailed emotional memories of our past. For example, the scent of a deep-fried corn dog may remind us of a state fair in the summer. Because odor-evoked memories tend to be positive, the smell improves the mood and produces feelings of social connectedness. And now a word from Bob Evans. You're the family chef, but with homework, practices, email, getting a good meal on the table is tough. Sometimes the best choice is the easy choice. Delicious Bob Evans mashed potatoes and mac and cheese made with ingredients like real milk, butter, potatoes, and cheese. Bob Evans sides are ready in the microwave in six minutes, and they're the perfect complement to any meal. Once your family tries them, it'll be love at first bite. Get Bob Evans sides today in the refrigerated section at your favorite grocery store. Bob Evans. A man walks down the street, he says, why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle? The rest of my life is so hard. 
Jared, I need a photo opportunity. The website speedfreaks.tv. Speed Freaks going on our 19th year of doing this big old thing on a Sunday night, man. Lucas Oil Studios is where we've been doing it for 19 years. Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Statman. Not not because he wanted to take the night off, but there's not much he can do in the power to his studio. It gone. It ain't there, man. <laughs> so maybe he'll be joining us before we get the hell out of here. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil. You go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com to find the righteous synthetic oil for your righteous ride, man. A lot of us still change our oil, so when you're changing your oil, change it with Lucas Oil. Riley Auto Parts, Advance Auto Parts, AutoZone, Napa, they've got plenty of Lucas Oil. For more information, go to lucasoil.com. Still crazy that Brad Kozlowski beats the flu to become the winningest Penske driver. All those names, Crasher, that you rattled off, again, your, your forte is open wheel, and Roger Penske really made his mark in open wheel, but... Holy smokes, Brad Kozlowski, a dude that was running for Dale Earnhardt Jr. with mayonnaise on the side of his car. Look at what the hell, Hellman's mayonnaise. Yes. Hellman's mayonnaise. Here's a dude that was probably 50% running a race and wins the damn race and is now the winningest driver for Roger Penske. Let's just go through some of the names, shall we? Gary Bettenhausen, Tom Sneva, Mario Andretti. Bobby Unser, Al Unser, Al Unser Jr., Emerson Fittipaldi, Rick Mears, Danny Sullivan, Paul Tracy, Jill DeFerrin, over in the NASCAR ranks, Ryan Newman, Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, Kurt Busch, now Ryan Blaney, current IndyCar drivers, Elio Castroneves, Juan Pablo Montoya, oh yeah, big guy from Formula One as well, Joseph Newgarden, Simon Paginode, Will Power, Gemini. And the name... If, Ryan if, Briscoe, uh, Timo Bernhard, Romain Dumas. Now I'm getting to some of the sports car names. Just insane. Ricky Taylor. Mark Donahue is the name that that he passed. Mark Donahue was more of a sports car, road racing, uh, even some off-road. It, it, he had 59 wins with Roger Penske, and then Brad Kozlowski surpasses him with today's win. Donahue's wins. He had 28 Trans Am. He had United States Road Racing Championships, 12 wins there. Can Am 10, USAC 3, F2002, Endurance 2, NASCAR 1, FIA Pro 1. <laughs> wow. Just to have a just to have a Kozlowski uh, in the same breath as all of those drivers that you're bringing up, Crasher. It it to a uh, you know, 25-year-old, it's like Brad Kozlowski and Ryan Blaney and maybe Dale Earnhardt Jr. in there for their knowledge of NASCAR. But when it comes to those other names that you're rolling in there, not just NASCAR, but IndyCar, man. Yeah, and Mark Donahue won the Indy 500 in 72, my birth year. He was my Indy 500 man. Insane. Crash Gladys, Kenny Sarge at Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. And you look at what Brad Kozlowski did. On the on the heels of coming off with such a when I when do we it, no let's just let's just be funny here for a second when do we start the hashtag blame Disney I'm being seriously funny because we came back from Disney World two weeks ago right. we were there in between the clash and the qualifying for the Daytona 500 
and the actual Daytona 500. In between there, that's when we went to Disney World with Henley, came back to Phoenix, and then you had a nasty cold for that had you out for a couple days. Had the flu. Keslowski, after the Daytona 500, took his daughter to Disney World, got her all dolled up to meet the characters. Oh, and guess what? He comes back with the flu. When do we start the hashtag Blame Disney? I'm about Lucky it. Disney World, but uh, something's going on. There. Can I get some money out of them? <laughs> Bastards, man. And those that last day, that last night when I had the chills, I don't I, listen. I don't know how sick Brad Kozlowski was. He had a stomach flu. You go out there and spend three and a half, four hours in a damn car with the flu. Come on. All you want to do is sit on your couch. If you can even open your eyes and watch some TV. No, you're. That's what Brad Kozlowski's doing. Say what you will about sports car drivers. NASCAR drivers, IndyCar drivers, these dudes are, it's incredible. I don't know if I would have them. I don't. I would totally not have the mentality to do it. No way. Absolutely. But it's your no livelihood. Way. I know it's your livelihood, but I would, these race cars are hot. Mm. You're sick in the first place. And then you get, especially a NASCAR cockpit is hot as hell. And then you get in there and you have to stay there for three hours, not only focusing, but focusing in the middle of your sweat because you're wearing a fire suit. And then, by the way, you might poop out your backside and vomit out your front side. Oh, that sounds like a whole hell of a lot of fun. No, it's amazing what he just did. Good to see Crasher cutting it up for you. Well, just that's just the real truth. We could ask Alan Sir Jr. He's coming up in about, what, 10 minutes? We will ask him because he had a similar... God, speaking of Team Penske, maybe Roger Penske is poisoning the food of his of his drivers. But no, he had a similar thing. I, I think it was Phoenix. I can't remember what race it was. But Alan Sir Jr. was sick, yet still brought home a win for Roger Penske and IndyCar back in the day. The sickest that I recall going into work, Crasher, was at Texas Motor Speedway six, seven, eight, nine years ago oh, doing remember. the pre-race show for the NASCAR Cup race. Sitting... <laughs> Sitting in that in that studio there in the middle of the track, and Chip Ganassi coming in, going, "Kitty, you are white as a ghost." <laughs> and then he goes, "I don't even think I should shake your hand." Yeah. So what did I do after that pre-race show? I went, I went out to the rental car and slept in the rental car and sweated out whatever the hell it was. I I woke up in this rental car. I felt a little relieved in the media parking lot, but yeah. you were drenched. Yeah. So to even act like that, I that I could pull it off in three, three and a half hours in a freaking race car. No, it's just the significance of Brad Kozlowski winning that race. Yeah, he's the winning winningest driver with Roger freaking Penske. But man, to do it after having a stomach. What's the difference between the flu and the stomach flu? Is there any difference? Suave, you've had the stomach flu before. Is there any difference with? <laughs> are you do you crap are you crapping your drawers when you have stomach flu or is, what what's the deal, man? How's that mic doing? <laughs> what about you, Clasterdamas? You ever you ever had uh, stomach flu? What the hell's the difference between that and so the regular I'm flu? So I'm not sick. We can share a mic. Come on over here. Uh, stomach uh, regular flu is just a really bad cold. Yeah. And stomach flu involves your stomach and everything <laughs> crashed so uh, colorfully uh, exhibited for us. Suave, you ever performed an act of work with the stomach flu? Of course I have. Absolutely. 
Really? Yeah, there's just a couple weeks ago, and uh, I was feeling a little sick, and I came in for every show during the Daily Show, didn't I? I was feeling great. No, you didn't. You were out for a week, you bastard. <laughs> no. But there is no difference between the stomach flu and the flu. It's the same damn thing, because the flu happens inside your stomach. Right? Part of it, at least. Oh, you don't know what you're just making this up. <laughs> All of this on the heels of Brad Keselowski winning while sick. Oh, and breaking records while sick. How about it? I like this. Suave is his conviction. Because the flu, it happens in your stomach. Right? <laughs> hey, the flu happens in your stomach. Right? That's it. On the heels of Keselowski taking this win, because it's caused such a stir of us talking about what you've done. What's the hardest thing you've done while sick? Put it out there, Suave. I want to see what people have to say in the freak nation. So it's called viral gastroenteritis, stomach flu. We're really going there. It's an intestinal infection marked by watery diarrhea, abdominal cramps, nausea, vomiting, and sometimes fever. But then you have to sit in the cockpit of a super hot race car, possibly 120 degrees, in your fire suit, and drive, how many miles was today? 400 miles? Yeah. Have at it. Awesome. Sounds like a blast. The most common way to develop the viral gastroenteritis, often called stomach flu, is through contact with an infected person. Okay, so that's that's the stomach flu. What the hell is the flu? Okay, it's a viral infection that attacks the respiratory system. Uh, All right? Okay, big difference. Your nose, throat, lungs, but... D- no, what? not the butt. <laughs> so, Crasher, there you go. Yeah, okay. Um, so one makes you poop and diarrhea and vomit, and the other one is your lungs. Brad Kozlowski was... Uh, I was hoping that he was wearing some Depends. When it came to it, uh, he might. I, I wouldn't put it past a a NASCAR, IndyCar driver to wear that. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna hop in the cockpit for four hours, Kenny. What? You know how much drivers prehydrate, meaning as much water as they can physically ingest. In the three days, well, some of them just do it all the time anyway, so they don't have to do it as much leading up to the race. But some of them that don't, that aren't great water drinkers on a Monday through Wednesday, they're just killing the gallons of water down their gullets from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And so sometimes if driver intros are unfortunately delayed for whatever reason, you've been there with me when we've been on, on either the pit road or on the track during driver intros and dr- drivers are running towards the media center yes. to go to the bathroom. It just happens. So no, I, they're, they're not going to wear depends. They're just going to, and we've also had been told by drivers that both want number one and number two. I'm not going to say anything else besides that have come out in fire suits during a race in the past. Yeah. No depends needed. You just do it in your fire suit. The hell else are you going to do? Yeah, well, you're right. in a damn you no race choice. car, right. man. You're not going to get out. There's no outhouses on the back stretch of but if I, it, <laughs> race track. But if, I, if I'm hopping in a race car and I have the stomach flu and I know that anything in my stomach is going to come out of my backside and there's not a damn thing I can do about it, I'm wearing some depends. I'm putting something on. I'm wearing my daughter's pull-ups, even though she doesn't have any pull-ups. I'm finding some. I'd like to see you fit into your into your daughter's formerly two-year-old pull-ups. I'd like to see you try to fit. Oh man, there's some two-year-old babies out there that weigh more than me. We have seen them. <laughs> Come on. 
So congratulations to Brad. And if you watch Brad Kozlowski after a win, you saw him hop on the window seal of his car today at Victory Lane, and this is basically all it was. Yay. It was it. It was just, yay. And you could tell, yeah, you could tell he was he was excited, but he was suffering still. Yeah. Just a little bit. He, if he took a sip of that Miller Lite, then balls to him, too. I mean, it's got some protein in there to replenish what the hell he's been barking out of his backside for those four hours in Atlanta. <laughs> this is just insane. You're the one. Come on. I didn't say barking out your backside. I just flat out said it. Poop, vomit, diarrhea, done. Mm. It's awesome. There you go, Freak Nation. <laughs> oh, Brad Kozlowski, congratulations on that win. Coming up, Al Unser Jr., IndyCar Series uh, legend. Yeah, he's now with Harding Steinbrenner. Got themselves a young man. Going to win himself some, some, some races coming up. Colton Herta. But Al Unser Jr., the name speaks for itself. Next hour, Gilbert Gottfried and Ryan Blaney. Driving the number, number 12, Roger Pinsky Menards Cup call. Alan Jr. next. Speed Freak Pitts, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. For my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks. If someone's cooking burgers, I want a unique flavor. And there's only one that truly hits the spot. Bubba Burgers Jalapeno or Sweet Onion Burgers. And it's straight from your local grocery store. There's even reduced fat and turkey Bubba Burgers. How about an Angus Bubba Burger? Basically, there's not a better burger to throw on the grill for your weekend parties than a tasty, juicy mouthful of Bubba Burger. Again, available in your grocery store. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire's wide variety of tires for whatever it is that you drive. Whether you're looking for off-road capability balanced with impressive on-road performance or ultra-high performance offering all-season traction designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has what you need to get where you're going. General Tire, proving anywhere is possible with Speed Freaks since 2001. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. 
grab it, and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse, or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Lucas Oil Studios, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. The website, speedfreaks.tv. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent. A lot of things going to get cooking here in a couple of weeks, specifically for the IndyCar Series. He's been coming in here for the last 20 years. Al Unser Jr. joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Al, um, I'm sorry, but it was 61 degrees where we live today in Phoenix. What the hell was it in Indianapolis? <laughs> oh, that's cold. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in the 40s, in the 40s. Uh, All right, it's not yeah, icy. Thanks, yep, thanks for having us on. Al Unser Jr., part of Harding Steinbrenner IndyCar team, getting set for the 2019 season. In a couple of weeks, you're going to have St. Pete kicking off, and we want to get Al, Al Unser Jr. in here. And Al, do you ever lose that feeling of, like baseball players or football players, they know when the season's coming, it's just in their bones. Is it still in your bones? Absolutely. You betcha. We love racing and, uh, and you know, we've, we've been in the off season, we've been preparing the cars and, uh, and that sort of thing. And so you were just itching to get on the track now. So it's all good. Part of Harding Steinbrenner for the 2019 season. What's Alan or Jr.'s specific role with this team? I have, I, I wear a lot of different hats. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm helping Colton Herta is our driver, and uh, and so I help him. I help uh, uh, with uh, with the mechanics, um, you know that sort of thing. Um, I'm in making making presentations to potential sponsors of the car. I'm helping the car owner, Mike Harding, wow. and George. Uh, Steinbrenner, you know, he's, he, he's a brand new car owner. Both of them are actually. And, and so, uh, just, just what to expect, that sort of thing. Um, you know, and then, uh, working with Brian Barnhart, the team manager, the, the, the president of, of Harding Steinbrenner racing. Um, I, I do a lot of different things with the shop. So it's all, it's, it's, uh, it's a true blessing. Okay, Alan Sir Jr., you do everything with that shop. Basically, you just laid it out there. I was going to say, why don't they just call you the president or the CEO? Because that's essentially <laughs> what you're doing. But then I had no idea Brian Barnhart was the president and team manager. You're basically the CEO. Well, I'm just I'm just going and 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 I try to, you know, if if things start to go a little bit to the to the left when it needs to go to the right. I try to direct it in that 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 direction, and so uh, you know, I'm just there. I'm I'm really I'm the, the eyes and ears of the two car owners, and and so uh, you know, we try to keep the ship going straight. So 
Alonso Jr., you had this role last year. What did you learn from last year that can carry over to make the team even better in 2019? Gosh, uh, I've learned every year in racing, you learn something new. Every time you, you go out and you, you run the car, you learn something new. And, and so, um, you know, we, we learned an awful lot last year about how to, how to get the team uh, working together and that sort of thing, because it was a new team. And, and it really, it reminded me of the days when, uh, when we started with Rick Gallus and, uh, and that sort of thing with a brand new team. And so we're, we're really entering our, our second full year of, of the, the Indy cars. And so, um, you know, we're just, we're just trying to go out there and, and put a, a good, safe, reliable car out there, have good, quick pit stops, and, and, and really operate as a team. You're entering your second full year of racing in the IndyCar Series, but you're doing so with another rookie driver, Colton Herta, and you have had some pretty fantastic things to say about Colton over the last couple of months. What does he bring, even as a rookie, what does he bring that's different to this team this year? Colton's bringing a, 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 just a whole lot of experience. I mean, he, he doesn't He's a rookie in the Indy cars yet, but he's the son of Brian Herta, and and Brian Herta I raced against. Brian Herta is a was a fantastic racer in, in his own right, and then now his son. It reminds me of of, of my dad and and myself in the in the aspect that uh, even though I was a rookie in the Indy cars back way back in 1983. I had a lot of racing experience, and it was because of my father that 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 transferred that to me. I see the same thing with the Herdas. You know, Brian has transferred that over to to his son Colton, and 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 Colton's just got a natural talent, and and he goes out there, he uses his head, and he drives extremely fast. You know, we were. We were the quickest at the at the, the the IndyCar Open Test down at Coda in Texas, and so um, you know we, we've we've got some some high hopes for this coming up season. Now I'm not sure just how good that relationship is with you and Brian Herta being former drivers together back in the day, but is Brian Herta going to be one of those dads that says, "Hey Al, you're not telling him this right," or "Hey Al, <laughs> you need to do this different"? How's that going to be for you this year? I don't know yet. We're going to find out. <laughs> Al, you just say scoreboard, Herta. Scoreboard championships, race wins, dog. Al Unser Jr. Unser, hello. <laughs> You know, we're going to find out if he's one of those little league dads or not, you know. And, and so, uh, honestly, uh, I know Brian really well. And, and no, he's going to be he, at Sonoma. He was fantastic to work with, you know, and, and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, we're just going to give it all we got to, uh, to put Colton in victory lane. Al Hunter Jr. joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Al... Roger Penske with another race win today in Atlanta with Brad Kozlowski. And, of course, we know your history with Roger Penske. It's bonkers, really, if you go back to prior to you running with Roger Penske, the significance of him, his name, uh, his organizations, not just with motorsports but in automobiles. Do you think people fully grasp what what Roger Penske has meant to four wheels on this planet? Wow, I don't know. You know, I know that uh, 
he's meant an awful lot to my family as a whole, you know, with Uncle Bobby uh, driving for him first and, and having success, and then my dad drove for him and had success, and then I came and drove for him and had success. You know, Roger, Roger's just one of those men that, uh, you know, he's, he's astonishing. He's, he, he was wonderful to work with and, and, uh, and all of that. It, it just was a, a, a real pleasure to work with him. And then, you know, I'm happy to see all of his success in, in racing. He's coming up on his 500th win. And so, um, you know, that in itself is just incredible. So, yeah. Well, today was his, well, at least Brad Keselowski himself got his 150th win, passing Mark Donahue on the all-time wins list for Team Penske, which is just, you said astonishing. There's another astonishing little fact, but he did so. I'm going to kind of bring some humor to this. He did so with an upset stomach. You had an upset stomach, if I remember correctly, in a Penske (laughs) win in Phoenix, didn't you? No, actually, it was up in Vancouver. Vancouver? Yeah. And so, um, but when you've got good cars to drive, you know, even if you're under the weather a little bit, uh, you know, the Rogers team, just the the support behind you, you break through whatever, whatever illness you have as a driver, you know, because of you just see and you feel all of that support behind you. and, And so you go out there and you just lay it out and, uh, and do, you know, not just 100%, but you give Roger 110 and 120%. And that's what I saw Brad do today. So it was, it was a great win for him and, and, and the Team Pimsky for but sure. Isn't that easier said than done, though? Because, yeah, you can have a great crew. You can have the best car underneath you. But let's just take Vancouver, for example. Some of those races at the first weekend of September could be some human hell holes. And that's just hard. If you're sick and it's hot in the car, it's just tough to keep your mind focused. It's it's just easier said than done, I guess. Well, you know, it, um, it's it, it's something that, I don't know, I, I truly loved doing it, racing. Yeah. And when you love something that much, like I'm sure Brad does, he loves it that much that he's going to go out there and, and, and just try his best. No, no matter how he feels, he's going to go out there and, and try his best. And, and when you've got a team working for you like that, uh, the best will, will uh, come back at you. Alan Jr. joining us here in the Freak Nation Championships, race wins, of course, running for Roger Penske, and now with Harding Steinbrenner, Colton Her- Colton Herda here in the Freak Nation. There you go. Bang. Wow. That's just- <laughs> Rookie driver, but he's going to be making a mark on the yeah. 2019 IndyCar season. Yeah. Did, didn't you say something about Colton where this, this is one of those cats that was just meant to be behind a, a wheel? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He's... Uh, He's born into a racing family. He's been raised like that, like I was. And, and so, um, and then he's just a natural talent, you know, and, and he, he went and he won 24 hours of Daytona in, uh, in the beginning of February there. And so, um, he's, he's well on his way to become a, a real champion. Al Unser Jr. in his rookie season or Colton Herta in his rookie season, who's better? Well, I am, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. 
<laughs> Obviously. What else are you going to say, man? Come on. Well, we're going to find out. You know, I, uh, I didn't win uh, in my rookie season, but I led quite a few races and, uh, and, and that sort of thing. And, and so uh, I had mechanical failures that took me out of the ones that I was leading and that sort of thing. So uh, we'll see. We're going to see. We're going to do everything we can to put Colton Herta in victory lane in his rookie season. And, and, and honestly, with what I've seen at Sonoma and what I saw at, at Dakota Test uh, this, this last couple weeks, we can do it. We could, the, the team is there. The team can do it. So, so we're excited about getting going. Do you think George Steinbrenner is in this IndyCar thing for the long haul? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've had lots of discussions with, with George, and, and he's 22 years old, and he has, he has the passion and the drive and the love for racing that, uh, uh, that, that I think his, his grandfather had for baseball. And so... Uh, to see this in him, you betcha. He's uh, he's going to be here for a while, and he wants to win that Indy 500, no <laughs> doubt. Alan Jr. here in the Freak Nation. Buddy, thanks for doing this. It's always a pleasure to get you here in the Freaks. You betcha. No worries. Thanks so much. And you uh, you stay warm down in Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. And all that snow. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Al. You got it. Have a great evening. What I like about the story with Colton is – 18? Yes. Yes. Is this isn't Yeah, he's he comes from driving blood with his father. But, his father being Brian Herta, we just talked about. But he's it's 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 not a money play where he's grabbing the seed of a rich father you know, or that's a good point right there. That's a really good point because people want to find that excuse. Because Marco Andretti went through it and Graham Rahal went through it their first couple of years each. Ah, you see, just working off dad's money and ah, you guys can't drive. Well, whatever. Well, what's Marco Andretti done? Well, Graham Rahal sure as heck turned himself around. Yeah, but what's Graham Marco Rahal's Andretti? Done? When's the last time he won okay. a race? Okay, but you're right. Brian Herta, he's, he obviously does, he and Jeanette, they do fine for themselves, but... It's not like they have ginormous coffers to choose from to get Colton Hurd money, or yeah, to get him money to fund his his now big time IndyCar seat. So yeah, they're doing this the actual way of the hard way, I guess I should say, finding sponsorship, but then showing that you've got talent to prove to the sponsor that it's good to it's good to buy them, mm-hmm. and then getting a team together that's that's gelling. Everything is it's done the hard way, but it's working. Twenty two year old owner, eighteen year old driver, holy crap. It, it certainly doesn't hurt that his last name is Herta. No, I mean, that that's that has probably done him more good than oh, harm, question. of course. But this guy's a driver. This guy's a hell of a driver. And you hear Alan Tr. Jr. and anybody else that's seen this cat uh, drive in the past. And think about those that have, that have got your last name is Andretti. Yeah, someone's going to open the door for you. But at the same time, you've got. Robbie Unser back in the day, which is Al Unser's cousins, but they're about the same age, right? Robbie mm-hmm. Unser had yeah. all the opportunity in the world to to run IndyCar and NASCAR. And he and did. Never, he, and, he was in Indy Lights, actually, yep. for a team that I was with at the time. 
but no, Robbie Unser just didn't have the chops yeah. that Alan Sir Jr. did. So, I mean, but you saw that with, gosh, yeah, some of the other Andretti's. I mean, John Andretti was still a, a decent driver, but he wasn't the level that Michael was. So, yeah, it's just that not everybody gets all the good DNA. No, I, I, <laughs> it's a share system. But to hear him talk about Colton and just that he's 18 years old and we talk about this in sports in general about how how do you create interest with teenagers and 20-somethings. Let's hope that this – have we had Colton on our show before? No. I don't think not. we have, have no. we? He won I, the Freedom 100 last year. He's won several Indy Lights races. So, yeah, he, he's a guy to watch. I just I, – I hope he's got a personality to go along with this – anticipation from Al Unser Jr. and others. Good to hear. I got word from Matt Hagan. He just called us, said he'll be calling us at 10 past the hour. Also looking for Gilbert Gottfried here in the next next hour. Missing to the show, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. We're there for you on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Big second hour coming up with the Freaks. Gilbert Gottfried. Matt Hagen, maybe a little bit of Ryan Blaney. Lucas Oil Studios, man, as the Oscars continue to roll on. Is Best Picture coming up? It's got to be. Yeah. Uh, more Freaks next. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. How many of us have looked at our finances and screamed, how can we make this much and still have so much debt? It just creeps up on us, right? Unexpected repairs, replace the washer and dryer, medical bills, and the killer, those insane interest credit cards you had to use to pay for it. Here's a really smart move that could help you get on top of your finances. Get a fixed-rate personal loan at bestegg.com. The rates are great right now. Imagine finally being able to pay down those crazy high credit cards and bills and then bank the money you save each month. Consumers have rated Best Egg 4.8 out of 5 stars on Consumer Affairs because of the super easy online loan app that takes about a minute with no impact to your credit score. Upon approval, funds can be deposited in as little as one business day. Get your bills under control, bank what you save, and take control of your finances with a loan from bestegg.com. Visit bestegg.com slash plan. Bestegg.com slash plan. Bestegg.com slash plan. Hi, Rick Tittle here. Spring is just around the corner, so now is the time to get those home projects done so you can spend spring and summer being with your loved ones. HomeAdvisor makes it easy to find the right pros for any project. Seriously, whether it's a small project like installing kitchen cabinets, next on my to-do list, or a big project like remodeling that kitchen, just go to HomeAdvisor.com and tell them about your project. In just seconds, you'll be matched with the best pros in the area for your exact job. You can read customer reviews, check availability, even book appointments online. And with their project cost guide, you can check what others paid for similar jobs in your area. No matter what home project you've been thinking about, painting, getting your gutters cleaned, even a big job like a new roof, HomeAdvisor makes it easy to find and hire the best pros in your area. Find a great pro now before the busy season hits. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started.
You're the family chef, but with homework, practices, email, getting a good meal on the table is tough. Sometimes the best choice is the easy choice. Delicious Bob Evans mashed potatoes and mac and cheese made with ingredients like real milk, butter, potatoes, and cheese. Bob Evans sides are ready in the microwave in six minutes, and they're the perfect complement to any meal. Once your family tries them, it'll be love at first bite. Get Bob Evans sides today in the refrigerated section at your favorite grocery store. Bob Evans down on the farm. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of Speed Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios. It's where we've been doing it for almost 19 years, man. Coming up this year, June, will be 19 years of doing Speed Freaks. Thank you guys for being a big old part of this. And the affiliates across the country have been a part of this. Sirius XM, now the Dan Patrick channel on Sirius XM, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Radio.com, and again, all the affiliates, and specifically for Youth of Freak Nation. Thank you guys for being a part of this. Coming up, Matt Hagen, NHRA Funny Car winner, will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Gilbert Gottfried, comedian, will be in here as well. And not much motorsports. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks, therefore on Instagram and Facebook, and again, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Brad Kozlowski gets to win in Atlanta, loses six pounds in 10 hours. Is that number correct? Crash Mahomes. Six pounds, 10 hours, and to add a little bit more of a nugget, so to speak, from Bob Pockrass, <laughs> bad choice of words there, he was going down fast. He said his body was just plain going in the wrong direction. How he righted that wrong, I have no idea, but he did it, and he hopped in the car today and basically was patient enough to just let things come back to him, and bam, takes the win. So which would you rather have, Freak Nation? Would you rather have the stomach flu or the flu? Because evidently that's what Brad Kozlowski had. The stomach flu. You'd rather have the stomach flu? No, no, no. I would because I'm I'm an asthmatic. So you jack with my lungs, then screw it. I mean, I I feel like I'm going to die because I can't breathe. Got it. So that's a little scary to me. So yes, absolutely. Give me the... Out the back end all day long. Let's put it out there, Suave. We put it out there. Oh, which, which? <laughs> oh, my God. At least when you're throwing up and you're, you know, parking it out your backside, at least you have, you're disposing of something that. Well, that's it, a nice thing to 
yeah, because if you get if you get the upper respiratory, it's not you cough in, and it's not like you're. I don't. Why am I talking about this? I don't know. It's almost like you're fascinated with the fact that Kislowski took a win while sick, or maybe I'm fascinated by it because then I just asked Alonzo Jr. about it too. <laughs> so Suave, you got to ask. Ask that on Twitter, man. I'm I'm curious. Would you rather have the stomach flu or just the good old flu? Again, congratulations to Brad Kozlowski. Um, the fact that he won with the stomach flu or Crasher, the fact that he's the winningest driver for Roger Pinsky, which is more astonishing? Ooh. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to say all the top athletes, they find a way to win regardless of the circumstances right. in any sport. So I'm going to say what's more impressive is becoming the winningest driver for Roger Penske, Team Penske. Absolutely, that's more impressive. Because given all the – both of those names once again that mm. have driven for Roger Penske. Good heavens. And we had one on just last segment in, in Al Unser Jr. Yeah, Al Unser Jr., Al Unser Sr., Bobby Unser. I mean, I, I don't have the Elio list in front Neves, of me Mark Donahue, Neves, Mark Donahue. Rusty Wallace. You, oh, my God. How could I forget that? I forgot that name last hour. Joey right. Logano. Uh, yeah, Brad Keselowski. I, I, I'm missing a slew. Gary Bettenhausen, Tom Sneva, Mario Andretti, uh, Emerson Fittipaldi. Ah, just ginormous names from the 60s to now. Brad Keselowski has more wins than those yeah. drivers. Yeah. <laughs> While driving for Roger Penske. Yeah. I mean, I guess that should be because does he have more wins than Mario Andretti overall? Probably not. No. But Mario's reign with Team Penske, yes, Brad Keselowski has more. It is bonkers. And Brad's, Brad Keselowski, your winner from Atlanta, as they move on to Las Vegas. Another similar mile-and-a-half track oval that this new aero package that they had in Atlanta, they were hoping to provide a little bit more racy, racy racing uh, for the Cup Series. And we saw a little bit of it today, but nothing that just was a kick in the nuts. Not at all. No. NASCAR even put out the statistics, and really they're about the same. When you go back five years... You go back just three years, yes, this race was better than last year and the year prior, combined, actually. But you go back five years, no, we've seen races like this at Atlanta, and this is this is what it should be, but maybe even it should be better. So still a little bit of work to do on the aero package. We should, again, this is according to NASCAR, see this package really come to fruition in Las Vegas this coming up weekend. Matt Hagen, NHRA Funny Car winner from Phoenix, will be joining us. Gilbert Gottfried coming up. All right here with the Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Freaks. Resuming with another round of affiliates. How are you doing, man? Second hour of Speed Freaks. Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, stat man taking the night off, not by his own accord. He just has no power to his studio. That's just how we roll, man. It's all right. We'll get through it. We'll power through it, man. Second hour of Speed Freaks coming up. Gilbert Gottfried, comedian Gilbert Gottfried, Matt Hagen, NHRA funny car winner from Phoenix. Crash Gladys, pit news and notes brought to you by General Tire. Do yourself a favor if you're driving a big old truck, even a sports car. General Tires that fly on that bad boy. Mm-hmm. Go to GeneralTire.com. Head over to your favorite tire dealer. Say, hey, man, give me some GTs on this bad boy. 
do what the freaks do and go with General Tire. Crasher? The biggest story for Atlanta. No, we do not know yet if Ryan Blaney broke the Guinness Book of World Records for selfies in the Atlanta Motor Speedway fan zone. Of course, they did that funness today pre-race. But apparently the cell phone that was used for all the selfies needed to be returned to the Guinness peeps because they need to do their own complete count and verification. I see. In racing news, Kyle Busch won in the truck series, and that was his record 52nd win in the trucks. That's actually a record for the entire series. Nobody else has won more than him in the truck series. Christopher Bell took the Xfinity win, leading 143 of the 163 laps. And then we've been talking about it. The sick Brad Keselowski took the win in the Cup Series and with the win became the winningest driver in the history of Team Penske. That's something that dates back decades through NASCAR, IndyCar, sports cars, and more. The NHRA raced Phoenix. It was Daddy Billy Torrance taking the win in top fuel. Matt Hagen in funny car. And, yeah, let's just talk more records with his win, Matt Hagen. That's now 150 wins in funny car for Don Schumacher Racing. Jed Coughlin Jr. taking the win in pro stock. In Supercross, it was the Detroit Triple Crown, and Austin Forkner swept all three mains in the 250 East. Swept them all with ease. Then in the 450s, it was a familiar name on top, but still no win on the season for Ken Roxon. What's up? Eli Tomac won the first two mains, and then Cooper Webb took the third, giving the overall trophy because of his first two wins to Eli Tomac. Next up for Supercross, they're going to follow in the footsteps of NASCAR. Atlanta next weekend, Daytona the weekend after that. But the big news on the night, my cousin's short film skin just won an Oscar. Woo-hoo! Speaking yes. of winners, Matt Hagen, NHRA Funny Car winner coming up. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. For over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, and your anywhere. From the aggressive all-terrain performance of the new Grabber ATX to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APT, General Tire's balance, excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire helping to keep speed freaks on the road since 2001. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. What's up? 
up, it's Kenny Sargent. And for my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on Mav TV. Mav TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on Mav TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get Mav TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MavTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. Mav TV is motorsports. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit LucasOilRacing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative, funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. It was probably 3, 4 in the morning when I first saw this video five, six months ago, right? Is that what it was? And I watched it for an hour. Right? Because it's one of the videos where you need to watch it for another 30 times to catch everything in that video. This segment brought to you by good friends at Lucas Oil. A lot of us still change your oil on the cars. You go with Lucas Oil, the best synthetic oil on the planet. Go to your favorite auto parts store and get your favorite Lucas Oil today. Crasher, what's the latest? The latest is nada on a mailbox full. Bam! That's how we roll here in the Freak Nation. Holy crap, the latest is Julia Roberts still can kill it. Right? Uh, Ryan wow. Blaney. We caught up with him prior to today's race, caught up, caught up with him a couple of days ago as he's getting set to run in Atlanta and running the number 12 cup car, Menard's cup car for Roger Pinsky. Speaking of Roger, Roger Pinsky. And frankly, Ryan Blaney had a shot at that win today at one time. But uh, we caught up with Ryan. Oh, Br- his crew. Oh, yeah. His crew let him down. Oof, he we, could have won that. We caught up with Ryan Br- Blaney earlier and something that he was going to do uh, actually this morning, we've come to find out. Guinness Book of World Records needs to quantify and to make sure that he qualifies for a world record. So, Ryan yep. Ryan Blaney, uh, what what the hell is this that you were wanting to do with uh, Guinness Book of World Records? Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's something that Atlanta Motor Speedway have come up with about uh, trying to break a selfie record with uh, with people in a certain amount of time. So we'll see if we can kind of break that. That wasn't my uh, my idea. It was just something that kind of came up they asked me to do and uh we're gonna try to break that so we'll, we'll see you know what better place to do it than a 
a race that has tens of thousands of fans to it. Um, so we'll see if we can break that. That'd be kind of cool. I like the Guinness Book of World Records. And it'd be nice to have your name in it. So we'll find out. Oh, hells yes. But here's the deal. Three minutes, you have to take at least 169 selfies. How in the world is that possible? I think we can do that. I don't think that's out of the question. It's, uh, mm. you know, we get we get good practice with it every week, um, with fans wanting to take pictures and things like that. And uh, I think I think we can do it. There's only one way to find out. But uh, I know we'll have plenty of people there to attempt it. And, um, I'll be excited to meet everybody once it's done. Won't be able to talk very much in those three minutes, but. Uh, We'll see if we can uh, get our name in the record books. That would be uh, that'd be pretty neat. You want to join in? Yeah. You want to be one of those people in there? S- seriously, there you go. I could just see Atlanta Motor Speedway and Team Penske PR reps just shoving people in and out, in and out, in and out. And actually, <laughs> I think I'm more surprised, right. Ryan Blaney, that you guys haven't done this as part of your Penske games over the years. You know what? Yeah, they beat us to that. They beat us to the Penske. Uh, they beat us to that on the Penske game. So maybe we'll have to beat it next off season. In the new Penske games, we'll try to have to re-break that record if we uh, can get it done here on Sunday. Ryan Blaney joining us here in the Freak Nation. Let's jump into the Daytona 500 and the ramifications of that and all the the shrapnel that was left there at the track. How do we curtail these accidents and so many cars being grinded off the off the track? I, mean, I understand everybody wants to win this one win this G damn race, but is there any way to to curtail? The madness it is, the the final five or six laps of the Daytona 500? I mean, that's just part of it. You know, it's just everyone knows what's on the line. Um, and everyone's trying as hard as they can and, and pushing as hard as they can, literally. And, um, you know, those things happen. You just kind of you can't really blame anyone for that. You know, everyone's trying to win it. And even though it's something that we had nothing to do with and, and we just kind of ran into it, um, you can't, yeah, you're upset with it at the time, but really – at the end of the day, it's just it's just part of it, and um, sometimes those things are out of your control. So we just try to control what we can control, and um, you know, the rest of that's just kind of up to fate and things like that. But um, that was a that was a crazy finish. It was a shame a shame that we couldn't be a part of the actual finish in the last ten laps. But um, that's the way those things go sometimes. Brian Blaney, I just found it interesting that you do have three big ones pretty much in those final 10 laps, and there wasn't a lot of trash talk in between drivers afterwards. It seems like there was a lot of, like you're even saying, you know, it's part of it. Like, I, I would rather the drivers just be like, that GDMA hog, he just, blah, 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 you know, he ruined my chance at $2 million. <laughs> was that surprising to you as well? Uh, I mean, certain situations uh, call for that. You know, there, there's sometimes where things are blatant. Uh, even though if they're a mistake, they're sometimes pretty blatant. And that's when, that's when drivers get really upset. Uh, but it's when, when something like that happens, you know, the wreck we got caught up in was just uh, two guys in front of me were, were bumping each other really hard to try to get speed to make it towards the front. And you hit someone at kind of the wrong angle, it just spins them out. And, um, you know, the people who, who get wrecked or dumped, you know, they understand. They, you know, you might be upset, but like, well, why the hell did you, did you dump me like that? And the guy behind pushing, it's not, he doesn't mean to turn you because he got in the wreck as well. So they don't mean any foul play. Sometimes it is foul play. Sometimes people wreck each other on purpose or things like that. But um, as far as, you know, my standpoint, I just, it was just something that we just kind of got caught up in. But um, yeah, but you'll, you'll see that. It was just, you know, that situation wasn't, uh, wasn't, you know, malicious or nothing like that. It wasn't intentional. And, um, you know, if someone was angry about that, then, you know, man, 
you just got to understand that's that's part of the sport. Sometimes, sometimes you just got to get caught up in that blender, and um, no one's really truly at fault. It's just a product of end of the day, Tone Five Hundred man. You're just trying to win the race. Freak Nation, his name Ryan Blaney, driving the number 12 Penske Menards Cup car, joining us here in the Freak Nation. If there wasn't so much money at stake to win the 500, all that was at stake was to say that you're a Daytona 500 winner, would you be racing as hard? Uh, for sure. I mean, honestly, in those situations, none of us really look at the money. You know, you just want to win the race. Um, and the money is just a bonus. You know, if, if you know, just, just to have your name on that, on that trophy and, and be remembered as a Daytona 500 champion, that, that is plenty enough for us to go out there and race like we did. You know, if, uh, well, you see it at, um, you know, the clash that we had the Sunday before yeah. the racing is the same, you know, you're racing really hard and there's literally no money on the line. It's just the kind of the bragging rights, but, um, yeah, you would see just as hard racing if there was $0 up, um, you know, as compared to, you know, whatever it is to win the 500 couple million or whatever like that. So it's, it's just knowing that you won that race and, and kind of having that pride and honor of uh, having your name in the history books and things like that. So it will be the same either way, I feel like. Kenny, I think you got your answer right there. You're talking to a driver, one of the top drivers of the Daytona 500, who doesn't even know how many millions of dollars it would be if he were to win that race. I guess as a general fan, do you drivers really not know financially what's on the line? Um, I mean, sometimes we know, you know, I mean, but, but that's really not something we think about. Yeah. You know, we just try to think about how to win the race, you know, and, um, you know, the, the money side is just, that's just bonus. You know, I, I, I don't go into each racetrack and a race weekend and, and kind of look at the payout and be like, Oh man, it'd be good to win this one. I, I want to win anyone. You know, it's just, you know, that, that's just not nothing that crosses my mind. Um, so that, that's honestly, that's the last thing I think about if I even think about it at all. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just uh, I don't I can't speak for any other drivers, but it's just kind of the way I've always been. I just I just want to win the race just to say that you've won it, and uh, not really make the the money side important. That's really never been important to me. Um, I just want to try to do well at, at what I do, and that's just uh, like I said, it's a bonus there after that. Ryan Blaney joining us here in the Freak Nation. We were at the same location you were at Disney World. I was at the Toy Story ride trying to peek over the fence to see Star Wars Land. And evidently, did you break some news about Star Wars Land possibly opening up in December at uh, at, at Disney? That's what I was told. That's what I was told. Is it, uh, you know, it's planning on December right now, and I will be there uh, when it does open. That's something I've looked forward to for a while. And uh, like you, you know, i got to be able to, to peek over the Toy Story ride and and kind of see it develop, and man, it looks so cool. It's a massive, massive little park that they got over there, and um, I'm really looking forward to doing that and seeing what the lengths and um, they go to to really make it realistic. I think they're going to. So, I mean, heck, they own it now, so they can really do whatever they want. But um, I'm excited for that. I hope it uh, is everything that people crack it up to be, and I will be hopefully in line waiting and uh, spend a weekend there in one of their hotels. It looks, uh, looks really neat. Who's your go-to character in Star Wars? Who's the ultimate for you? Oh, um, it's a toss-up. You know, so the first movie I ever saw was Episode One. You know, it came out in 99, and I was six or seven years old when it came out. So that was the first one I saw as a kid. Uh, so that one will always be special to me. Even though, it's, you know, a lot of people say it's not the best movie. Uh, it's kind of probably one of, down there with one of the worst <laughs> ones. But it'll be special to me just because it was the first one I saw. 
Um, so Darth Maul, I thought was an awesome character. Uh, it was a shame that they didn't use, you know, he, he got killed off right there, but, um, he's always been a personal favorite of mine just as a kid that always stuck with me, um, that I really liked him, but, uh, obviously Vader, uh, so I'm a Darth Maul and Darth Vader fan. I don't know. I know more dark side fans, but, uh, I always thought those two were, were some childhood favorites of mine. Was Natalie Portman kind of sexy to you? Kinda. I was just going to say kinda. kinda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, she was she was the deal. I mean, uh, so yeah, yeah, definitely. She's uh, I wouldn't say she's my favorite though. My favorite one is um, Daisy Ridley, mm. you know, who's the star of the new ones. She's um, she is my favorite uh, actress in all those films. So, so now we have your next topic for your next podcast. Exactly, exactly. We can, hopefully, she's listening. And hopefully you get Elliot Sadler. I know he's now retired and all, but Elliot Sadler does the most badass Chewbacca. Not sure if you knew that. Does he? I did not know that. I'll have to ask him about it. Oh. I'll have to find him. It's on point. He can't find him at the racetrack anymore. He's tired. He's done. So right. I'll have, to, I'll have to see him outside of it and see if he can uh, see if he can do one for me, see what he's got. So. Hey, Blaney, you've got March 8th through the 10th out at ISM Raceway in Phoenix where we are, and I know it's it, it's not typical for drivers or teams to look past the next race, but – ISM Raceway, good memories, bad memories for Blaney and crew? I like ISM. Uh, you know, they, there's a, a, they just got done with their new infield, mm-hmm. uh, their new garages and fan experiences. Uh, they changed the whole racetrack up. The start-finish line is now what used to be the back stretch. Um, obviously, now it's the front stretch. Uh, so that's, that's been different. Uh, they built some uh, amazing new grandstands over there. We were able to see it in the fall race. Uh, and it's man, it's cool. Uh, it's cool what they've done over there. They put a lot of, a lot of effort behind um, redoing that whole track, and it needed it. You know, it, it's been, it's been a while since they. I don't think they've changed anything since they built that place. So, um, it needed some R and D, and and uh, they've done that, and then some. Um, so I know all the fans like the new, new fan zone out there. I got to spend some time there in the fall, and um, I personally like it. It was a shame we were running second there in the fall and, and blew a motor up, but. Uh, that, that place has been uh, been really neat to me, and uh, like I said, the changes there are not only really neat for the drivers, but for the fans as well to enhance their experience. You know, you said you spent some time in the fan zone, and I would assume that was maybe autograph signing or something of that sort, but is it kind of a bummer sometimes when a place like ISM does this massive renovation, and you've seen it, or at least we have through the years with some other tracks, and you can't enjoy modern margarita like the fans do? That's just unfair to you. <laughs> It is unfair to me, you know. Yeah, I did a I did a Q and A in the fan zone on on Sunday, and um, yeah, they had this like Margarita Town or whatever they call it over there, and <laughs> I was jealous. I was like, I can't have one. This is terrible. And uh, but maybe I'll be able to go out there Thursday or Friday or something like that and enjoy myself one after practice or qualifying or something. Awesome. I'll have to try to rank their margaritas. But uh, yeah, that's a that's a neat place. I don't think a racetrack has that. I don't think they have that uh, that option. So that's a uh, that's pretty cool. Nothing like, you know, a good margarita on a hot day in the exactly. desert to uh, to really help you out. So, it's good. Blaney, thanks for doing this. Good luck this weekend, buddy. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Matt Hagen, NHRA Funny Car winner next. Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. Batman, let's get to provide guidance to mankind. 
A report this week said Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas, lost some $20 million in state support for the Formula One race last fall. CODA failed to submit a required human trafficking prevention plan in time, and that killed the state funding. CODA says the state funding is necessary to meet F-17 figure sanction fee. The state reimbursed CODA $27 million through an event reimbursement program in 2017, $26 million in 2016, at $22.7 million in 2015. Dakota Race is the only F1 program in the United States. This doesn't look good. An American-based corporation buys F1, and the only American race might have financial problems meeting F1's financial demands, and the promoters might have no one to blame but themselves. There's hope this could be resolved in the coming months. Peace. Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Are you desperate for a good night's sleep? Then listen up. Studies show lack of sleep causes stress, irritability, weight gain, and even death. But you already know how bad it is when you don't get enough sleep, don't you? You've tried sleeping pills with their annoying and potentially dangerous side effects. Maybe you've wasted money on the latest miracle pillow that promises a good night's sleep. Have any of these worked? If not, I may have your solution. It's convenient, inexpensive, has zero side effects, and it flat out works. So if you want to experience deep rest sleep starting tonight visit www.sleepmusic.com this weird little known trick is already helping thousands of people around the world experience better sleep deeper rest and happier mornings and with a full 90-day money-back satisfaction guarantee what have you got to lose visit sleepmusic.com to see how this amazing sleep solution can help you use promo code radio to get ten dollars off that's www.sleepmusic.com and promo code radio to get ten dollars off Hey, Rick Tittle here. I have to shave. Even though I'm not the hairiest person in the world, I'm basically a Ken doll with headphones on, but I need to shave. What are you going to use that's not going to make hamburger out of your face? The throwaway razor, electric razor, straight razor. I found it in Harry's. You know, Harry's founders themselves, they were tired of paying up for razors that were overpriced and overdesigned. So we have a deal for you. Go to harrys.com slash game right now. Get a $13 Value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave with a weighted ergonomic handle, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, travel blade cover, and remember, you can get your trial set by going to harrys.com slash game. Rick Tittle, 
Two thumbs up for Harry's. You know, they bought a world-class blade factory in Germany for just this purpose. Harry's.com slash game. I brag about you to anyone outside. But I'm a man of the woods. It's my pride. You missed into the show. Go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Bubba Burger. Do yourself a favor. Go get yourself some Bubba Burger at your favorite grocery store, man. You'll never buy a better burger than a Bubba. Uh, Matt Hagen, finally tracking this happy bastard down. Matt Hagen, how you doing, bud? What's up, guys? Sorry, I'm stuffing my face with some salad. <laughs> Where the, and there he is, healthy eater, Matt where, Hagen. Where are you eating? Are you out at a restaurant right now? Yeah, no, I'm actually just here at the hotel, man. I just got done. We, you know, it's kind of late night, obviously, after winning, but we're still going to test tomorrow. We're going to make four runs tomorrow over here and try some new things, even though our car was running great this weekend, but always trying to evolve, you know? Yep. Matt Hagen, NHRA Funny Car winner for Phoenix, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And, Matt, that win today, it was it, – it, it's like what happened in Pomona – probably rubbed you and the crew the wrong way. Like, man, we are much better than this. Did that play a role in your win today? Well, honestly, what happened is we're, we're uh, reason we're testing tomorrow is, is we're trying to maybe go back to the six distance. Five discs, I feel like, you know, or Dickie Venables feels like uh, it, it really welds hard in the middle when it comes one-to-one and tries to pull the, tra- the tire loose, you know. And um, and we're really trying to be misogyny to try to get it down through there. And like in Pomona, we qualified number four, and, and things were going good, and the car was went on the racetrack, and things were happening. But then, you know, uh, elimination one, it, it welds and pulls the tires loose, and there's just, like, there's not a lot of control out there with the five-disc. And that's kind of why we went away with it in the beginning, um, you know, when we started trying to make a lot of power and stuff like that. But then track prep has been different, so we kind of got lost even, you know, pulling the power back and different things like that last year. So, Went back to the five disc, but we're still running into the same issues that we went, you know, that we were trying to get away from. So, going to test the six disc again tomorrow, and uh, you know, obviously do a lot of, you know, pulling more primary off of it and doing different things to try to, you know, not be so aggressive. So, I'd love to say that I'm partying hard and all that kind of stuff, but I'm actually, you know, I got to be at the racetrack at eight in the morning and get a steak in me here and and maybe a drink or two, but uh, you know, just just kind of get back and get focused to try to win some more races. I feel like that's the story of you guys at Don Schumacher Racing, though. No matter what driver we have on, I know Ron Caps has gotten into this litany with us as well. You guys are always trying different things with different cars. Wouldn't it be easier? But then again, I know there's driver preferences involved. Wouldn't it be easier if you were all on the same system? You know, it is. But the problem with, uh, you know, everybody being the same way, even the crew chiefs, they just they approach it a different way, you know. So you hmm. can have all the same parts and pieces, but they find a different way to, to – you know, there's so many variables, you know, with the clutch flows in the, in the primary and this, the, you know, everybody goes like, well, why can't you go back to what you, you know, you were running good earlier in the season. Why can't you get back there? Why don't you just go back to that? Well, we cycle through so many parts and pieces that, you know, even just batches of material are different. So, you know, people don't realize that, you know, we're, we're pushing a pile of parts to these cars and we're using them up and burning them up. And, and then you go to get from different batches and different things. And, and so it's not ever the same again, you know, so there's always a variable there. And then there's, you know, just things change with conditions and tracks and all that kind of stuff. So even if we were all the same, we still wouldn't be the same. You know what I mean? How much did the rain and the cold air affect your setup this weekend versus maybe your teammates? 
you know, we got really lucky on Friday and we went down and we were the only car on top fuel and funny car to go down. Um, but I think that gave Dickey a lot of confidence with, uh, what he was doing today. I mean, Dickey won this race tonight for sure. I mean, he, uh, he put a great race car underneath me and, um, I couldn't get my lights together tonight. So it was one of those things where usually I, I go up there and, you know, in race mode and you feel like you can just really kill the tree and, you know, but the, the trees were really long tonight and, I, I was like almost ready to leave, but then you're like, oh, I can't go. And then you're like, oh, now I need to go. And so then you're behind it because you're up there thinking about it. And every light I had today was, was really, you know, long, long lights, you know. So, uh, but, I mean, in the final, I had a great light. But at the end of the day, it was just one of them deals where if we didn't have a race car underneath us, we probably would have got outran, you know. Matt Hagan joining us here in the Freak Nation. And we'll leave you with this, Matt. With your testing tomorrow, how close are you to be in that car that you know will run for a championship? Are you still two or three races behind, or are you that close? No, I think, you know, it's so early in the season, I think you'd be foolish to say, hey, we got a car that can run for a championship. You know, there's so much that changes through the heat and then back into the cool weather. I think that, you know, the thing that I was telling Dickie is whether we're five disc, six disc, ten disc, two disc, whatever it may be, <laughs> is that let's pick it and stick with it and ride that horse all year, you know. And then good, bad, or indifferent, you know, what happens is a lot of times – we, we get into these things where we don't really like a situation or things are not working the way it needs to be, and then you go four or five races, and then you change, and then there's a four or five race kind of adaptation period where you're learning, and then you look up and you're 10 races in, and then you're in the heat, and then you're not really learning what you need to for the countdown, and then you roll into the countdown with not a lot of confidence, you know? So for me, it's kind of like, hey, let's just pick something, and let's move forward with it, because Dickie's a super smart guy. He's one of the best tuners that I've ever been around, and I'm blessed to have him. You know, I mean, this is our 30th win. Um, you know, this is a 150th win with DSR in a funny car. And it's also the first win with these new Hellcat bodies. So, um, you know, a lot of good things happen tonight, but like, like I was saying, uh, the guy's super smart and he can, he can do anything. It's just about his confidence and what the direction he wants to do it in, you know? And so I think sometimes having so many teammates is almost counterproductive for us because, you know, we were like, well, what are you doing? Or what do you think? You know what I mean? Versus just kind of, uh, you know, believing in what you're trying to do and, and move forward, you know? Matt Hagan, NHRA Funny Car winner from Phoenix. I'm sure we'll be talking a few times this year, Matt. Thanks for doing this, buddy. Good luck tomorrow. Hey, I sure hope so, too. Thank you guys for having me on the show. Awesome. Got it. Thank you. Matt Hagan, NHRA Funny Car winner, joining us here on the Freak Nation. Going to bring some levity to the situation. When you hear the voice, it may bring on a slew of memories. Uh, it did for us. Gilbert Gottfried, comedian, next. Speed Freak Spitz, Lucas Hole Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Now, what if I told you that the best burger you could buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is. And it's Bubba Burger. How awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound? Jalapeno, Angus, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Are you watching what you eat? Then grab the reduced fat or turkey Bubba Burgers. All in your favorite grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, go with Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a burger better than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. 
this is going really well. Yeah, so I guess you've heard then. What? You mean that whole saving money with Geico thing? No. That I'm actually a chess painter. Pirate fans unite! That was not on the profile. So now you've heard. Geico, saving people money on car insurance and now an official partner of Major League Baseball. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims, so do it with Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slick Mist Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire, they got you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire, they're going to get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with speed freaks since 2001. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Gilbert Gottfried, we caught up with him last week. Coming up in moments. Do yourself a favor, man. You got a truck? What about a big old Ford 150? Put yourself some General Tires in the bad boy. Go to GeneralTire.com. Find the tire you need for your ride. Or just trust your local tire dealer. Say, hey, man, need some new GTs on this bad boy. And bam, there you go. GeneralTire.com, official tire of the Freak Nation. So Gilbert Gottfried on a statewide, a statewide tour. Guy is early 60s. It's incredible, man. He sat in the studio with us uh, last week on our daily show in Phoenix as he was uh, getting set for a big weekend here in Phoenix of dates. But comedian Gilbert Gottfried, you know him from Aflac, you know him from the Aristocats joke movie, documentary, uh, Yago, the parrot in Aladdin. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Also one of the greatest roasters of yes. all time on the comedy channel. So here you go. Enjoy about good 12, 15, 30. Okay. Just enjoy some good time with Gilbert Gottfried here in the Freak Nation. If he joins us now here in the Freak Nation and Gilbert, you walked into the studio and we immediately started talking about Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, six-time Super Bowl champion. Does that surprise you that an NFL owner would be involved in prostitution? 
I, well, what was he? He was just picking up prostitutes? Yes. This is like, you know, like with all that's happening now, all the weird news stories, this this is like the most lame one. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, you know, if, if he had killed those hookers, uh, then at least you go, oh, okay, well, now we can report it. But with everything else that's happening, that... It, this is the greatest time for him to be caught with those hookers because the other no stories are so much better. I mean, the guy with the Nigerians beating him up. I mean, that, that, that alone, it's, it's an overdose. You know, the hooker thing, I thought, that's it? He picked up hookers? So what? <laughs> But they're also legalizing Nigerians beating you up. Yeah, that's a new thing that's being legalized now. Because it used to be against the law. I didn't know that. Uh, but now you can legally get two Nigerian brothers who are muscle men to beat you up. Yes. And all you have to do is write a check. Uh, yes. Yeah. And they said he was hoping... To get a salary increase, but how do you do that? I mean, what would they say? He he got beaten up by Nigerians. We'll have to uh, give him more money on the show. Yeah, you put that under your skills on your resume. Yeah, you get beaten by Nigerian brothers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's the and, American and dream. And yeah. the best part about that is he originally reported it as two white guys, and then when you saw these guys, you go, "Oh my God." Yeah, it, it's not just black, but Nigerian. So you're going to ask someone to whoop your ass. Gilbert Gottfried here in the studio. So you're going to get your ass kicked by a couple of Nigerians, yes. and you pay them with a check, Gilbert? Yeah, not not the brightest thing. Yeah, he's, he's done – this is what – oh, my favorite part of this whole thing is that they ask they, – they're bringing experts to comment – on it, like uh, whatever, you know, head, you know, psychologist or whatever on TV. And they brought uh, Reverend Al Sharpton to be outraged about this horrible hoax that was pulled on the American public. And I thought, you know, doesn't he see the irony here? <laughs> it seems like Al Sharpton is the go-to expert on so many things uh, yes. these days. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, oh, let's, hey, well, Al Sharpton, what's he doing right now? Let's give him a call. It's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, well, Gilbert Gottfried, so this is all material for you. I mean, being a stand-up comic, so, I mean, not yeah. all of it, but it, it, yeah. it allows for the pool to be deeper, mm. I guess. Now or in the 80s and 90s, which was a better time to be a comic? I don't know. For me, never. Oh, uh, <laughs> You could do was, the C option. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, and, and whenever people say, oh, this is a crazy time period or a, or a time when people need to laugh, I go, you know, as opposed to when? 
like when the Black Plague was going on, that was like a lighter time. <laughs> so people, you know, the Great Depression was, you know, okay, you know. <laughs> but to, to, to his point, though, the freedom to crack any joke in the 80s is almost done. Obsolete. Given where we are now, correct? Oh, oh, oh you mean as far as people getting offended? Yeah. By, oh, yeah. forget it. It's insane. It's like, every, well, everybody feels good about being outraged. But do you find yourself, though, where there, something's about to come out of your mouth and you've got to run it through that filter, that politically correct filter now, even in a G-damn comedy club? Yeah, it, it's it's very weird. I, I like to think uh, that it it's like when Nixon was in office... It was right around that time when the hippies were, uh, you know, they were protest and lovings and dropping LSD and all this. And the Nixon administration said they came up with some uh, phrase that it was like about the moral majority. Like that meant that there was this moral majority that isn't hippies and stuff like that. And but they're quiet. You don't hear about. It. So I like to think that the majority of people understand what a joke is, and they're just the ones that like to be offended are the most noisy. Are you the kind of comedian, Gilbert Gottfried, who wants people to put their cell phones like in a bag before oh, the show or not? I, yeah, I don't do it, but uh, I totally understand yeah. it now. Oh. God, it's yeah, it's that crazy, because people are gonna record it. They'll put it on the air, and uh, gives them more people, more things to complain about. Exactly, and it's like, wait a minute, it could be great advertising for your show for the next city where you're going, but at the same time, somebody's gonna be offended. Yes, and then it's gonna go into a tailspin on Twitter of something negative. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, it's totally crazy. When you come into... Uh, oh, wait, wait. I got to also... My website's gilbertgodfrey.com. And my... Oh, my podcast is Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast. Amazing and I'm colossal. also on this thing called Cameo. Now, what the hell is that? To, that's, that's... Oh, that's that thing that Brett Farver, uh, Farber <laughs> got in trouble for. Where <laughs> they, they hire you to do these messages... Yeah, and I, he inadvertently did one for the American Nazi Party. <laughs> That's right. I just want to say, if the American Nazi Party is willing to pay, I'll, oh. I'll, yes, I'll I'll do messages for ISIS if oh. they'll pay. Oh, and I I'd I'd like to come back to this country, even yeah, though really. I was a member yeah. of I, yeah. That's my other favorite story. <laughs> the fifteen-year-old that chose to move overseas, become part of ISIS, now wants back. Yeah, right. yeah. That that would uh. be that would be kind of like if when when America won World War Two, if Hitler came back and said. You know, I was a little naive. I guess I was overzealous. <laughs> oh, man. I'm you sorry. do so many things that you're just embarrassed about. Gilbert, you've got a birthday next week. When do you stop giving a damn about your age? Oh, that 
Uh, well, no, it, it becomes important later on. It's like when you're younger, you go, oh, you know, I just turned 18 and it's cool. Now it's like you forget about your, you try to forget about your birthdays. When did that yeah. start? I don't know. A while ago. Right? Yeah. yeah. 5 5 yeah. 4 when the hell was it? I don't it? know. Birthdays become more and more depressing each year. But your kids want to keep bringing them up. They love birthdays. Yes, yes. I Come mean, on, Dad. I, I wish there were other, uh, th- if they'd invent a holiday where they could bring out a cake and I could eat the cake and not have a uh, bird. Oh, this is an important news story. <laughs> you can legally sing happy birthday in movies and TV now. I forgot Be- that that was illegal. Yeah, because... How many movies have you watched? Movies and TV shows, they'll bring out a cake and go, for he's a jolly good fellow. And and you go, I've never been to a party where anybody sang for he's a jolly good fellow. But it it would take you out of the movie. And now, because you had to pay for happy birthday. Now I think it's uh You're just making this up. Yeah, no, I've no. never heard anything like this before. No, yeah. you no, you had to pay for it. I understand you could never sing. Yeah. Did, did this law or the patent finally expire yeah, or something? Yeah, I think the patent expired. <laughs> oh something. God. Now you can legally sing. It's one of those things that would take me out of movies like uh, give me a call. I'm at five five five. Yeah, it's like <laughs> You know, and it, that would ruin every movie. Hey, will kids walk up to you or parents walk up to you and just have you talk to their kid to say, this is this is the parent from Aladdin? No, usually when I talk to children, the parents run and pull them away. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because I know my daughter, if she heard your voice, she would oh, she yeah. would say, that's the guy from Aladdin. Yeah. Uh, no, what? sometimes it happens. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you know, your voice you know, is one of a kind. And uh, well, the strangest story with my voice and voiceovers is uh, there was uh, an, an article in the Times, and that's how I found out about it. It was like <laughs> this guy, this uh, Ron Suskind, who's a writer. He was, uh, he had a son who was autistic and his son was dropping deeper and deeper into the autism where he wasn't talking to his own parents. And he'd spend the whole day watching Disney animated cartoons that he was just obsessed with watching it. And one day the father went into the room and he saw that he had a puppet of my character Iago the parrot from Aladdin because he had a lot of Disney paraphernalia. And the father put on the puppet on his hand and he started imitating my voice and saying, hello, Owen, how are you? And the son responded like it was an old friend. Like that he could respond to. And they made it into a documentary called Life Animated. That oh, wait, talks I've about heard of that. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was, yeah, and, and it was like, because wow. to him, that was a real person. 
these Disney characters who were real. He could respond to them. A yeah, trip. a young kid who is unable to speak as a child until he and his family discovered a unique way to communicate by immersing themselves into these Disney characters. Yeah. Wow. When um when did you know you had a tool with your voice? Like how young were you? Uh oh God, I don't know. Cause you know it's funny. Like people say with my delivery and everything on stage, when did you develop it and who did you base it on? I think no, I never. I never consciously did it. It was like, to me, when people ask me that, it's like going up to someone on the street and going, you know how you move your arms when you walk? When did you first start <laughs> doing that? No, was, but I, I yeah, mean... Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, but what I mean is, when did somebody start recognizing, hey, you've got something here. I know that yeah. you've always just talked, and it's yeah. great, and I mean, me growing up a problem child and everything, like, I remembered the voice from when I was young, but you knew... At some point, there was a, a line where it's like, yo, I got something I, I, here. I guess it happened. I mean, I guess it happened widespread when I got the part in Aladdin. Did you read Whoa. a selection from Fifty Shades of Grey? The, yeah, that that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's still on the website. Gilbert reads Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Can you remember any of that stuff? I, I just remember everybody... Loved how I yelled out that <laughs> I I had a special talent uh, for it. <laughs> like Olivier's known for Hamlet, and uh, I'm known for screaming out. <laughs> if there was a if there was a mic to drop, he would have dropped it about uh, thirty seconds ago. There it is. Whoa. <laughs> Not much motorsports. Not much motorsports. Not much motorsports. Not much motorsports. Not much a California man has been convicted of sucking on a sleeping woman's toes after breaking into her home, claimed to be a Zeus-like god sent to Earth to seduce women. Richard Parkhurst, 29, of Norwalk, was convicted of one felony burglary account, one count of peering into an inhabited building, and two counts of indecent exposure for a wild chain of events that unfolded after he originally exposed himself to a woman walking her dog. Nice dog, he told the women. The woman, I'm walking mine too. <laughs> that, no Crash you the juice to the moose? Oh, yeah. Cut it loose. See ya. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.